This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. <laughs> right? This new holiday of yours is scratching me right where I itch. Let's do it then. All right. Festivus is back! I'll get the pole out of the crawl space. Uh, from Seinfeld, the Festivus scene. For seven years now, we've done the Festivus show here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Um, but this year, I don't know if it's going to happen this year because girls are out. Uh, and then some of us, were going to be gone next week. I don't know if we'll have a chance to get to it before Christmas. But part of Festivus, and John, you know Festivus pretty well. Sure. Uh, you go get the old aluminum pole and you hang it up. Uh, and then you kick the crap out of each other. You beat each other up. No, you it's pin the head of household for Festivus to officially yeah. be over. And you got arm wrestle, feats of strength. And then you go around the table. You know, I got some problems with you people. You know what bothers me about you. And we were getting, and we've done it every year. And the less listeners get involved, and I thought it'd be fun with Anna and Stephanie not being here. Uh, talk about all the things about them that gets on our nerves. But. <laughs> But, but, <laughs> it occurred to me they're here next week. And we don't roll that way anyway. We, we would not. We would not do that. We want to be professional. Hey, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, excuse me, <clears throat> instead we go around and say what it is that we appreciate about everybody. But I don't think that's as fun. Uh, Brian, I appreciate, as a matter of fact, we got a text. Uh, hmm? We got a text from... Oh, all of a sudden, I've lost the name. But she says, Brian's knowledge of uh, past events is incredible. I, yeah, he's pretty wild. Uh, also, also um, John, I appreciate your, I don't know, kind of a, I don't know if curmudgeon is right, but curmudgeon <laughs> sense of humor? Does that make curmudgeon sense? curmudgeon Yeah. That's okay. I, uh, I guess that's a, a compliment. Uh. I appreciate you uh, making a donation of my name to the Human Fund this year. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, I, I donated. Actually, I, I did a donation for everybody here on the show, uh, for Houseworth and uh, and Bell and Producer and Marsh. Uh, I have made a donation to $10,000 in your name for all, all five of us. Uh, and you should be getting the card soon to show that I donated money to that charity on your behalf. Thank you. The Human Fund. That's awesome. The Human, the human Fund. Yeah. Human and fund. I am thankful, Brandon, for your, um, you've done a great job, what you've overcome. Um, and I mean that. I mean, that's fantastic. The governor obviously has touched on that as well. And you're going to be, um, you know, master ceremonies at the governor's prayer breakfast here in a couple of weeks. So kudos to the great job you're doing. And John, people, I, again, worth mentioning to people, John and I competed against each other. We were pretty, pretty <laughs> tough competitors. Uh, right John, up the street. Oh, exactly. John would always beat me at the MBA, but then i turn around and usually beat him at the AP. I mean, it was, it, not always, but, but you know what? A lot of respect to you, and uh, we've got a good team. I'm glad we're on the same team. And yeah, right back at you, Brian. MBA, Missouri Broadcasters yes. Association, big award show we do every year, either at the Lake or at Branson. And it's a pretty, it's a highly produced oh. Uh, the only thing uh, usually that's uh, missing is like Will Smith, which is good. Uh, welcome. And the only thing missing is the only thing that goes longer than the NBA awards presentation, a Columbia Council meeting. That's yeah, true. Uh, and, the, and the air conditioner broke this year, too. Uh, 
<laughs> Man, that was rough. Uh, welcome into the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Brian Hosworth, John Marsh, I am Brandon Rathert. Chris Mitchell hosts an afternoon show on one of our sports stations. He's been filling in. Uh, we have two women gone. It takes one dude to take their place. That's just science. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, and the thing I appreciate about Chris Mitchell is uh, when he comes in and, and, and hangs out with us here, one of the things I appreciate about him is he mostly, mostly keeps his mouth shut. I appreciate that about you, Chris. What have I got to talk about? <laughs> he does a great uh, job. But he, he does. does it, and he comes yeah. in without fail. Now, to give you an idea of what Chris is doing, he's getting here at like at 5 in the morning, mm-hmm. and he's doing this show, and then he's going home, and he eats some pudding for lunch, and then he comes back and does an afternoon show on, our, good pudding. <laughs> on our sports <laughs> station. So I appreciate that. Uh, about you, and Three. I appreciate. Oh, shucks. Uh, I, and I appreciate the fact you're here. And I want to share this really quick before because we could talk Trump taxes. We know why the Democrats announcing yes they're going to release Trump's uh, release Trump's taxes. Uh, the impact of that, we'll know what Trump's taxes were. It's just another way these poor Dems going um, going after him. The other big thing, the border is still. Y- you wonder what the great this. surprise is going to be on Donald Trump's taxes yeah. because. What was it? You know, like Forbes magazine estimated him at three plus billion dollars this year. So what's the stretch here? And keep in mind, too, that, you know, they're they're obviously going to be looking for write offs and things like that. But generally speaking, people who have money, they can afford accountants who, you know, they know those law. I mean, it's it's and also for somebody and the poor lady that makes forty two thousand dollars a year. I'll throw her as an example. She's probably not going to have a whole lot. Most people, most of our audience, myself included, we're not going to have a whole lot of write offs. But him with all these different businesses, I I don't know exactly what's going to be in there. But clearly they I. I think that's probably what they're looking for, unless I'm missing something. Maybe they're looking for something else. But they, um, they've been wanting those for a long time. Yeah, and now they have them. See, we got Trump's tax returns. And then I can imagine uh, the millions of people would be, oh, let me see him, let me see him. How dare he make that much money with his businesses? And, you know, on the flip side of it, we've seen him lose that much money with his businesses over yeah, the years. He had a casino the, at one time. Uh, but, I mean, again, I yeah, we'll see. We'll see what uh, It made a little bit of money with those uh, with the, the baseball trading cards that came out with on Friday. And here's what's it. And, again, you know, this is we know these are what the news outlets do. But I always like to highlight specific examples. There was a, a report from some financial institution. So four days ago, five days ago, uh, he, he sold those uh, NFTs. A lot of people laughed at him. Your big announcement was selling non-fungible tokens. Ninety-nine bucks. Ninety-nine bucks. Uh, sold out in three days, I think. There was about 44,000 of them. So sold out in three days. But here's a report. Oh, this is MSN.com, incidentally. Trump's NFTs struggle. <laughs> he sold them out within a matter of days. And there's a struggle. The struggle is he ain't got no more to sell because everybody right, yeah. done He's struggling. You can fire the printing press back. There was an, another headline. And I, uh, again, there's just... he's. Uh, it almost seems like he's constantly under investigation, for, and I can't keep track of all of them. But some congressman from from Capitol Hill wants to investigate him for these cards. Um, so, <laughs> really, yes, yes. We but need I, to run that through the old really factor. Is that already? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, it, it had gosh. to do with some. Uh, maybe it some law supposedly might be. But again, we'll see what happens. Oh, also in Festivus. 
You know, uh, one of the things I appreciate about... Uh, so we're doing Festivus, I guess, a little opposite. Instead of airing our grievances, things we appreciate about them. Stephanie Bell, uh, I uh, uh, appreciate her gumption mm-hmm. on things. Uh, you know, in the show, oh, let's do this, let's do that. Uh, I appreciate that. The other thing, and I hate to say this, this sounds so self-serving. But I always tell you, I'll be honest. Maybe to a fault. Uh, if it's not appropriate, tell me. Um... But I get a lot, and you probably you go through this for years. You're in radio. People think, man, what are, you get there at five thirty, and then you go home at nine, and you just sit there and talk. It's got to be one of the easiest things you could ever do. And I, no I, heavy lifting, yeah. Yeah, and I think most, I think the general, cons- most people know that's not the the way it works anymore. But mm, not at all. Then I have with what we do here on Wake Up Mid Missouri, researching topics in audio and getting all these people. It is a uh, I bet there's probably, I bet there's five hours of prep for a three and a half hour show. Yep. Just kind of ballpark anyhow. Uh, but in here doing this, and I've even had issues with like some other employees in the building. Well, here, can you just go do this? No, I'm working on the show. Yeah, but your show ended at nine o'clock. Yeah, but now I am building for the next day. And this right. is a talk show. I'm not pulling stuff off the fax machine and just whatever. There is a lot to for all of us, not just for me, for all of us. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I appreciate about Stephanie Bell is she is very good about letting people know in here, and maybe I'm saying, I don't want to get too much behind the fourth wall here, but in here, how busy it is. And then even after the show, the amount of work that goes in to this, she's always very good about letting people know. And I do appreciate that because she is one of the few who does that. One of the things that I appreciate about uh, producer uh, Hannah is uh, she's moldable. You know, she's 22 years old. She's learning some new things, and she's moldable and open-minded. Yes. Uh, and a, a heart. She's somebody, I'm like writing a letter of reference for her. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it. It does, doesn't it? Let she's, me move forward before Chris, I just look out. And I'm, I'm with you. I, I concur on both of those, by the way. Uh, 874-9390. Chris, welcome into the show. What can we do for you? I was going to say, you have no idea how hard it is for us out here having to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I mean, you got to skip work, and, you know, it's just There it is. Tough. Festivus. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, the whole Trump of the tax deal. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many levels to this that are just ridiculous. You know, I they have no business trying to target one person's taxes to try to, quote, form tax law. Like, you could, you know, go to the IRS and get some statistics. You know, that's mm-hmm. the way that's supposed to work. But the idea that you're going to find some big nugget in here, if you ever look at your tax returns, it's not like his tax return is going to say, I spent, you know, $2 on a stapler. Yeah. And I know it's going to say office supplies, you know, $1,000, uh, rental expenses, $1,000. And it doesn't say on your tax return what those things are. That's something that if you get audited and the IRS shows up, you have to have all your receipts and your details. That's right. But we're just talking giant line item deductions, which will pretty much mean nothing. They're just going to come up with he's either a billionaire or he's not or he made money or he didn't. I'm sure it's kind of like your, uh, you know, his uh, tokens were, were doing poorly even though they sold out. I'm sure we'll come up with a twist that fits whatever we want. But it's just like a big circus anymore, isn't it? And it's funny, all the clowns run the place, too. And I, can't, I, I don't understand how the, this incessant, you know, the guy's not even in office anymore. They still just have, we got to go get him. I can't imagine what's happening in their headspace, how sick and demented they must. We still got to get him. Uh, move on uh, to the next thing. That's what yeah, I say. Get a life, yes. Get a life. Chris, we appreciate you, bud. 
to me, here's what it's really about. Yeah, Brandon, I do want to mention uh, um, also one other thing. And we had a listener yesterday that stopped me, and I had a visit with him. (coughs) Excuse me, his name is Ted. Lives here in Columbia. He's retired. Loves the show. Loves Wake Up Mid-Missouri. But! It, no, there's, there is no there is no. <laughs> Did but. you hear that, John? There is no yes. but. He, he brought up John Marsh, loves his experience, brought up you, loves the show, really enjoys Hannah, really, uh, especially the young perspective, and Stephanie Bell being an attorney, and likes the news, really, really uh, complimentary of me as well, which made me feel good. He's an old school guy, liked us talking the other day about John Chancellor, but I really enjoyed visiting him. His name is Ted, saw him when I was getting an oil change, and we appreciate him listening. He listens every morning. Uh, Bill. Thank you, Ted. Uh, I appreciate Brian's uh, knowledge. Uh, so another listener, yeah, dig, dig, uh, dig Marsh's sense of humor. This enlisted going after Trump's taxes and all that stuff. And they said, and he said, and she said, to me, here's what it's all about. We got this message from, uh, from a young lady and her name is Mandy. She has a five-year-old son named Ollie and Ollie is, uh, he's autistic, bright kid, uh, just a super, super neat kid. You know, because when you're five, the exception, this kid is autistic. But when we're kids, you know, everything in the world is good. And then people start teaching us things and we start seeing what's happening. And it, uh, it, you know, it, it changes things. And that's one of the beautiful things about being a kid. But here's what I love about this kid, Ollie, is he's autistic. And apparently, according to his mom, they have a surround sound system throughout the house. And because of his autism and because of the certain sounds, I guess, that we make here on the show, it's soothing for this kid. Like, it really helps him. Now, the mom's been listening for several years. Ollie's been listening for a few years now. That's the station they put it on in the morning. She also says, thanks for being on YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube. Go to our YouTube channel, Wake Up Mid-Mo, Wake Up Mid-Missouri. And she says, it's just, man, that's one of the things that calms him down and gets him centered. And little five-year-old Ollie sent a video message. Hi, Brandon and Stephanie. And you can hear Brian Houseworth doing the news there in the back. back Five-year-old Ollie. To me, that's, you know, we can talk about taxes and R's and D's. That's what it's about. Coming up, Morning Bell Business News. A little twist only Stephanie Bell can give you. And one of the things that we are going to be uh, doing. Oh, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Seven time for the Morning Bell Business News with a little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. She's back on uh, Monday, so I'm handling duties. Just, uh, now get ready to open up uh, higher this morning. Wanted to share this with you. A lot of attention being paid to I-70 over the past several years. By the way, a couple of years from now, 7063, that's getting redone. And I think it's only like 20 years old in the first place, but they're going to be changing all of that. Uh, but now some Missourians are being polled, and this is in regard to a bill uh, that would say 2% of net general revenue collections each year to widen and proven or maintain Interstate 70. What is the support for that proposal? And I'll talk about the, the, the implications of this. It's important. It is actually the amount of traffic that comes through mid-Missouri on I-70. You've got this east-west artery. It is incredibly important. That's why things like the Rocheport Bridge are being redone. Well, it needed to be redone, but we also want to shore up, man. Our nation's truckers, 
uh, going all across this place. I-70 is incredibly important. It's important because uh, there is a whitening, improving, and more maintenance on I-70. That creates immediate jobs, but just the general economy coming through mid-Missouri, it's important. So some Missourians were polled, do you support this? Something that's very important in Missouri economy. The support, 53%. 24% said they're against. And I always got to give a shout-out to the people that take time to answer a survey and say, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know why. That always makes me uh, laugh. <laughs> Obviously, you know, we have a, a lot to work on uh, to clean up, at least, uh, with the turnovers and the penalties. Um, but uh, you have to celebrate. I mean, we still won the ASU West, and uh, you have to enjoy that. And I told the guys to do that and enjoy it for, like, the plane ride home and, and tonight. But we got a short week this next week, so I uh, enjoy it, and we'll get back right back to it. Of course, Patrick Mahomes got a short week this week because their next game is on Christmas Eve, Saturday night. Uh, Chiefs uh, at home hosting the Seahawks. I wonder what uh, game time, temp, noon time, lunch time, Saturday. Oh, goodness, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> I mean, because, yeah, yeah the... the Eleven o'clock kick, and I haven't seen the forecast for Kansas City for that time, but it's going to be it's going to be probably you know anywhere from zero to probably five somewhere in there. Uh, because I know Friday's high, maybe ten. It, it all uh, depends. High is going to be six on Friday, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> and we are. We do, we do have this winter storm uh, warning for the entire listening area. This is starting tomorrow. Big thing really is is the cold. You know, dripping faucets, make sure, um, especially if you're leaving, leave cabinets open, let some warm air get in. I think it's things we already know, but it is that kind of event where it's, yeah, snow is going to be messy. And the other thing is going to uh, affect us is we're short a whole bunch of snow pl- uh, snow plow drivers. Uh, so it might take a while for roads to get, uh, to get cleared. And officials are saying, and this is what we are passing along, if you don't need to get out, don't do it. A lot of folks need to... Get out and get a pack of smokes. Go out and get you a pack of smokes in these crazy conditions. But they're just saying, be careful. I was speaking with Gil Blomenkamp, Boone mm-hmm. County Fire Protection District. And I said, when you guys roll up on an axe, because we still get accidents in bad weather. See it happen all the time. And I wonder, well, were terrible. you speeding? Were you tailgating? Were you being a moron? What were you doing? And I asked him, I said, do they fess up? And he says, the answer he gets all the time. I don't know what happened. Just all of a sudden, <laughs> we saw on the road, and then all of a sudden, I was. He says, and, and it's like a, a, a parent. You know, a parent hears a lot of lies from kids, and you know when you're hearing one. Sure. You know when a kid comes, you know that you're hearing one. And I'm guessing it's the same thing for emergency responders. They know they're going to ask you what happened. They already know the answer they're getting. The answer is getting, I don't know what happened. Or it's like if somebody's being pulled over for a potential DUI. They say, how many beers are you going to have? What's the number one response they get? Couple. Yeah. It's usually more than that. <laughs> Two or three. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the point, too, you made is very good about the um, the, the snowplow drivers yeah. and the shortage. We were at 1,000 this summer, knocked it down as a state to 900 in October when I did the story. They're about 600. So they've hired about 400 in the last six months. They're still 600 short. John knows MoDOT's going to have a press conference, a big one in Jefferson City at 11. They're going to announce some more details about their plans for the uh, the storm preparation. But the biggest thing they're saying, they're, they're telling people, if you do have to go out, fill the gas tank up today, but have blankets, have gloves, have mittens, and have flares 
for your car because you need to be able to be seen because we're looking at potential whiteout conditions and we're looking at the possibility of down power lines here in Columbia. So it is very serious. So be careful. Uh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes, <clears throat> back to football now. We're passing the football. We're going from weather to football. And pretty soon we're going to go to this polling somebody turned me on to regarding presidential nominee for 2024 polling Missourians Missourians only mm-hmm. so I want to get to that but do want to mention apparently Patrick Mahomes has a chance to break the all-time NFL passing record uh, passing yardage in a season and we all know it's coming because they've added what we have 17 games as opposed to 16 so you know this thing is going he's playing 17 games now a year as opposed to was this only second year, third year we're playing seventeen games? It's hard to keep track. Uh, anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I can't keep track so anymore. uh Peyton Manning owns the single season record for pass yards, five hundred five thousand four hundred plus in a season. Uh Mahomes needs about nine hundred eighty passing yards in three games to break the mark. So he'd need to pass for three hundred twenty five yards per game. Currently he's passing for three twenty three hundred and twenty one yards a game. Uh, so he may or may not get it. But I remember when I was a kid, I was in, I, I, my knowledge of baseball was better than anybody else's. Didn't do me any good, but it was be- I, baseball, encyclopedia, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There was, there was a, a, a baseball commissioner. His, ju- his name was Judge Kennesaw Mountain Lang. That's right. He was uh, the commissioner of baseball, comparable to who's the commissioner nowadays? Uh, uh, Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred. Yeah, who's not well liked. Uh, they now he happened to be friends with Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. Mountain Landis, Mountain Landis. Yeah, and uh, he's the commissioner of of baseball. And I think, and I'm I'm sure I've got some details here wrong. I'm relying on something I read when I was six years old. Uh, but the commissioner he wanted an asterisk by Roger Maris's single season home run record. The reason being, Roger Maris hit 61 home runs in 162 games. Well, the previous record, when it had been set by Babe Ruth, they were only playing, I think, 154 games a season then. Right. So I had more chances, and he was adamant, and now nobody cares. All right, let's move that on. Was, and by the way, that would have been a terrible thing to have an asterisk next. It would be the equivalent of telling Hank Aaron, well, he had... Hank Aaron, I believe, had 3,000 more at-bats than in Babe Ruth. Some amazing... But the bottom line, he did beat the record. There was no asterisk yeah. there, and there shouldn't have been one well, with Maris either. And I say, and I know people will get mad, but I say the same thing for steroids. You use steroids, that's fine, but you still set the record. But let's uh, move I, on. I, do, dis- yeah. I do disagree yeah. with you on that. Yeah. Uh, and I know. Um, because they, about, they knowingly, some of those players right. knowingly... What about Charlie Hustle? Well, that that involves betting. That's a little different. That, but the the steroids that was a, that was a. But I I see where you're, yeah. the bottom line. They had to hit the ball too. I yeah. I see where you're coming from. But but well, that was I, that I, was poor. I guess with steroids, let's say what is because players use a lot of things to get an advantage. Well, that's true. And somebody has decided. Well, some of these are okay, or some. For example, uh, one of the other things, Barry Bonds. No, Bobby Bonds, this kid. Very, very, very. Mm-hmm. He used to take Provigil, which is a medication I used to take because I had weird hours, and it's kind of an, uh, a legalized amphetamine. It's a medicine given to a lot of third shift workers because mm-hmm. they had weird hours. Wasn't in the rule book at the time, though. Exactly. And so if I drink a cup of coffee and step up to the plate because of that caffeine, are my senses heightened better than the next guy who didn't have caffeine? Are my reflexes better than this person who didn't have caffeine? They're all. Yeah, a little above, above my paint. That's a good question. Yeah. Where does I put Doc Ellis, who pitched that one no hitter on LSD? 
True story. 874-9390. Timothy, welcome into Wake Up Mid-Missouri. What can we do for you? Well, I'm I'm trying to set a record. I, I'm a painting contractor. I'm, I'm counting every room I've ever painted. Okay. And I'm not sure what that record is, but I'm going to put it online that I'm, I'm the number one painter in the world. Well, you should. Why not? Good. With an ass. Well, I'm just saying we got these records for all these sports. What about this working stiffs out here? Hey, man. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't I get some credit for doing something besides the paycheck. Let's do a little yeah, math. How long, have, how long have you been painting, Timothy? T-O-O-L-O-N-G. No, right. um, <laughs> no, it's been about 25 to 30 years, somewhere in there. So let's be generous. Let's say 30 years. I don't know. How many houses, rooms do you paint a year? Uh, let's say houses, probably 30, 30 a wow. year. How many, how, how many rooms in a house? Roughly average, eight 10, to 10, eight, 10, eight to 10, 10. Yeah. Uh, so 30 years, 30 homes a year. What is that? 900 homes, 10 rooms. So about 9,000, we'll give you 10,000. The guy who has painted the most rooms in all of history is Timothy, and he lives here in mid-Missouri. We figured he's painted 10,000 rooms. Timothy, that's great. I job. appreciate your sense of humor, man. You have a great day. Hang Except- the banner, baby. That's, that's difficult work, too. That's hard work. And we'll put an asterisk by it. Yeah, guys do that. Uh, Rick, what can we do for you? Well, you know, um, I don't. I understand that anyone who's lost their homes in a fire and all their possessions, it's devastating. But you all went back into Woolridge today, and no one has said, okay, 70% of the homes here burned. Nobody has said only 25% of the homes burned. How many homes were there? How many are gone or well, left? And here's the difficult thing about that is that it's... Basically, everything in the village itself, every home was was destroyed. Now, there are homes, and this is where it gets a little complicated. There are homes nearby. I, Sir, I was there. I walked down the street. I saw it with myself. I mean, when I say destroyed, they were on fire when the governor and I were walking by them to the point where I actually was concerned that there was maybe some sort of a spill, a DNR. I mean, I thought it was almost dangerous. We were up there, and it was it was smoldering. But there was nothing left on the main, the, the everything in that street, and I can't remember the name of the street. It's the street where the post office is that goes down. Uh, we come down the hill there from, uh, I believe it's 179. It's all gone. Now, there are homes nearby that are there. Now, some of those were damaged, but everything on that stretch that goes by the Big Muddy, it's all gone. The The village itself, as we know it, is gone. And we're talking okay. probably 20. They said officially the fire district at least 23 is how they phrased it. And some of it you can't count because it's just, it's it's gone. I saw some blocks. I saw what was left of cars. Um, I'd, it's easily 25, maybe up to 30. But officially, the number from the fire district is 23. I can't give you a better number than that because, you know, we didn't get to see everything. But it's at least in that range. The other thing is we've been given two different numbers. The fire district told us that 3,000 acres burned. And again, they they would know that the, the Fish and Wildlife is saying 2,500 acres burned. So again, we go by, we, it, it's close, somewhere in there. Bottom line, a, a lot, but I, I hope that information helps. All right, thank you for the phone call, Rick. We appreciate that. Presidential announcement. Now, anybody can run for president. That's true. Know. Well, you've got to be 35. Well, 35. American citizen. But you don't have to be a politician to 
Uh, Howlsworth could run for president. Gary Nolan hosted the Gary Nolan you show. He has run for president. An announcement made, and there's a lot. And listen, we're we're just a few weeks past the 2022 midterms. So diving into 2024 stuff. Ugh. But an announcement, presidential announcement made in Missouri yesterday in Poplar Bluff. Can I make the biggest announcement I ever made in my life? I'm running for president for 2024. Running for president 2024. That announcement in Poplar Bluff, Missouri yesterday. Marsh, any idea who that is? One of the Zimmers? <laughs> Chris. I uh, can tell you. Okay. Uh, his name is Afro Man. <gasps> Yo, seriously? <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. It's this dude. I was going to go to class yeah. before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh. That guy's running for president. Afro man. Holy cow. <laughs> no. What a scoop. Yeah, right? Uh, hey, that's why when it comes to politics, news, analysis, and opinion, it is 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. It's Fox Television. Have they been out there reporting the Afro man running for president? Has uh, 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 the the Columbia Daily Tribune? They in this story, St. Louis Post Dispatch. I didn't see St. Louis Post Dispatch in Poplar, Poplar Bluff yesterday while Afro Man was announcing he was running for president. All right, poll, and then we got to move forward. We got to do leftovers and then get into the Gary Nolan show. Uh, we were talking about polling amongst Missourians only. Uh, people were asked best. Guess Republican presidential nominee in 2024. Uh, coming in at number two is Donald Trump, 10%, uh, which carried the state incredibly well, well past two elections. Uh, number one, Ron DeSantis. Enjoy. Uh, some of the things we did not get a chance to get to during the uh, show, Brian. How's worth anything left in your little college dorm size miniature refrigerator? I would say, and by the way, great show. Appreciate all the calls. Great show with you and, and John and also Chris. The only thing I would add is 45 years ago, we're celebrating the 45th anniversary. For younger people, they would not understand the magnitude of it. A man named Bing Crosby and a man named David Bowie had a Christmas special, and they sang a song called Little Drummer Boy. And I got to tell you, it is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. David Bowie had a six-year-old son at the time. His mother loved Bing Crosby. And I would tell you, if you have two minutes, I don't know how long that song is, three minutes today, I'd encourage people to listen to that. And as I recall, um, it was just unbelievable to see these two men on television together. And maybe two or three weeks after they taped it, Bing died. He died while golfing, as I recall. And wasn't it? Does it, I, it doesn't seem like it was controversial, but people were like, Bing Crosby, this well, crooner from the 40s and 50s with his kind of almost whatever David Bowie was. Kind of a hippie. And, and Bing Crosby was a big Republican. Mm-hmm. Big, yeah. as most of the actors were, but yet they respected each other. Oh my God, what a beautiful song. I've always loved the song Little Drummer Boy, one of my favorite versions of that particular Christmas song, Little Drummer Boy, uh, Bob Seger. And I don't know why, I love that version from Bob Seger. Marsh, you got a favorite Christmas? I didn't mean to get on to Christmas songs here, but here we are. What about you? Yeah, that that was a good one, you know, especially David Bowie and, and... 
Bacon Crosby. Wow. Took took us back, Brian, for sure. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, anything in your refrigerator for leftovers? I thought maybe Chris could elaborate, but we find out MU Board of Curators has hired an outside consulting firm for half a million bucks Ooh. to take a hard look at Mizzou Athletics. Yeah, I mean... Mizzou Athletics has kind of been on the lower tier in terms of spending on athletics in the Southeastern Conference. So maybe some reallocation of effort, time, funds, things of that nature could help elevate Mizzou just a little bit in those standings. Uh, I'm tentatively interested to see what they come up with. All right. Thank you. It's uh, also National Signing Day. Yeah. Why is it a day? Because <laughs> uh, uh, college just... football is weird. Okay, that's, that was kind of my assumption. Yeah, there's actually, this is technically, finger quotes, early signing day. There's another signing day in 2023 that I think is in, like, February or March. But there's some early ones as well that people wanted to get to. It, it's one of those things that's just kind of annoying. I, they just seem to smash it into one day in, like, March or something, and then call it that. And they call it the deadline signing day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, that's what they need. They probably can't call it deadline anymore because Stanford says we shouldn't be using words or phrases that have things having to do with death. And I'm like, uh, don't be you be beating a dead horse or you beat the deadline. So be careful, gentlemen. I don't have to want to go and report you to the to the police to the cardinal. 